Hello and welcome to The Culture. I'm Anna. And I'm Mark. And today we are discussing part, what is it, dose? Dose <laughs> or, or deuce. Or de or vio. Anyways, we're uh, dropping part two of our coverage on The Deep End, the docu-series on Hulu about Teal Swan and the Teal Tribe. Is the Teal Tribe like official though? Yeah, they have it, an official Facebook page. Or is it like, oh, I was trying to think of like one of the groups of like uh Do you know what vibes it gives me? Like those stupid bride tribe shirts. Like when a girl's on her bachelorette. And listen, I just went on my bachelorette. I know what this is like. Mine did not say bride tribe. Okay. But hey, I don't really like the word tribe. I'm going to be real. Said something though, right? <laughs> Mine said bride and okay. there said a babe. Hey. Culty though, huh? <laughs> a little, a little. Still culty. I hate him as well. Okay, so we're in episode two. This is called The Safe Place on the Hulu doc. So in 2012, she founds a company called TLI. I feel like that's just interesting. I don't know why that stood out to me. So again, she has a, a video. This video reminds me of Nexium because she's so pure and she has an ethical business and blah, blah, blah. Is business really ethical? Let's just let's just get into it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we have that much time. But whatever. She's got an ethical business according to her. Now she has this inner circle of volunteers who she like trusts. Like trust trust. This is her like inner tribe. I was gonna say <laughs> say the word tribe. <laughs> now, Matthew, aka Cyan. I know you know how I feel about names. I love that she gave him another color. Isn't cyan a blue? It is a blue. She's teal and he's cyan. Let's just do all the shades of blue. I was going to say. Cerulean. Talk about being culty. <laughs> Give a new name. Is a cult. It is that, a thing. That's on the checklist. I know. Get a new name. Now, they don't all come from crayon boxes, but apparently that's what <laughs> we're going with for our theme here. <laughs> so, so, someone says about her. You know, when you're in her presence, you think, who is this creature? Are you even human? Uh, okay. And they also say, we're ready to sacrifice anything for this mission. Dicey. That's scary. It's dicey, That's right? That's very scary. Yeah. Like, it's you're full bought in. You're in. Now, in this episode is where she first meets Juliana, Blake's new girlfriend. And this is awkward, this meeting. Um... Teal says this, the problem comes when there's a girl that comes along who has a truth that's different in any way than mine. Which, hey, that's everyone though, you know? So if you have anything, anything different than what I think, we have a problem. <laughs> that does like resonate though with her. Like if I, even without her saying that, mm -hmm. it is her way or the highway. Oh, 100%. Right. She, I mean, she mentions that during the retreat. She's like, this is what it is. You have to decide if you believe that or not. Get in or get out. Right. Yeah. But it's like, it's just interesting because I feel like she, she uses that kind of, because she does say that she's like, basically, if you're not for me, you're against me kind of vibe with people when they're challenging her. So then she can say, well, I, I let people go. I, people can leave as they wish, but it's like, but like what she's not recognizing is the emotional bonds they've already attached to her and she's being very manipulative. No, I think she is recognizing that. I think she knows exactly what that does. You don't act that way. No, I agree. But what I'm saying is like she refuses to admit that, I you, guess is what I'm saying. She won't admit it to her outer circle. I'm sure the inner circle gets a little bit more. Maybe. The business managers get I a little bit she's more. Fucking, I really think she is... I don't know. I just think she's kind of deluded of her own power. And she just, I don't know. So she says, we're fucking terrified of getting attached to a new person at Turning South. Wonder why you're terrified of that, Teal. What yeah. happened? Yeah. Why is it turning south on you? Could it be that maybe you're problematic? Like, that's the thing about these people. Oh, woe is me. Everybody's out to get me. Everybody is hurting me. Maybe you're doing something wrong. Could that be it? She would never admit. She would never say it because it 
dilutes her power. You of know course. what I mean? You know what I mean? But it, there's a big part of her power comes from being a victim. Yes. A huge part. Well, without the origin story. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Her whole thing is I am a victim. And so look at how strong I am because I came out of all of these trials and I can help you do the right. same. From the fire I wrote. You know what Literally I mean? Literally from yeah. the fire with the babies <laughs> on it. So I wrote, like, honestly, Teal is scary to me. Like, if I were in her presence, I think I would feel very uncomfortable around her. And maybe that's because I'm a very confident and assertive person. Clash that maybe, a little bit. I mean, truly. I mean, th- that could be. Oh, no, it'd be a disaster. Like. There's someone who knows you. <laughs> it would be rough. I would be like, what? Like, like I, I, we would not get along. No. She would have banished me from day one. No BFFs. <laughs> no. You're not going on the retreat. No. But do you think that you can feel something in her presence? You know, some people like. Yes. Like, but I think that you can feel that in anybody that you have that expectation to feel in. Correct. That subjectivity, right? Where you are. Like, for example, like I have talked to people who were becoming priests and I just remember being like, oh my God, they're so holy. This is at church camp. You know, oh my God, they're so holy. Well, yeah, of course I thought that. Like, that's the that's the context in which to be feeling those things. True. But I do think that there are some people that do I put think, off so much of a vibe. I agree, but I also not, think, a, not always in a good way, though, either. Right? Like, I you, think, you would feel... I think the intensity of her definitely creates that feeling yes, for people and it has to come across and i think that when people feel anything like that they're at least more heightened to want to get to know or understand what that feeling is it's just like I think a power use, it's yeah, like an energy she, yeah. and they're like drawn to it yes, yes. i think she uses that i'm gonna say something real crazy i think i could do that if i wanted to i really do you heard it here first <laughs> check out her youtube channel <laughs> no don't but like i i don't think that's that hard i I think if we've done anything on this show so far, we've proved that there are systematic ways to get people to do things that you want them to do. But this is the thing, though. The difference between a person like you and me doing this and then a person like Teal is that you have to truly be narcissistic enough to believe your own bullshit to to keep it going. Well, it's exhausting, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, for sure. Like, I couldn't do that. I could do that for a day. Yeah. And be like, oh, that's a nice attention. I'm exhausted. Yeah. I don't want to talk to you anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Go we're done. away. Yeah, we're done. Yeah. Like, like, I just think it's very uh, consuming, but I think for people like her, this is their lifeblood. But do we give props to it, or is it more gross that they can keep it going for this long? Both. You give props to the gross. <laughs> yeah. You I mean, have to applaud it. In a bad way. Here's the thing, though. It's so hard. I think that some people genuinely do get healing from her, whether it's of course. misinformed or not. And that's that's great. Yeah, I mean... You're... I just would really strongly caution you to be very careful. Have some informed consent going into that. Yeah. Know what you're getting into. Maybe I'll just seek real professional help, too. Yeah, but you know what? Some people don't want to do that and they don't want to listen and they only want to hear it from someone else. I'm not saying none of her shit could be helpful. It could be. I don't know. But I would just be extremely cautious. Right, just because you were right twice. So what I'm saying is this. I think that you could be healing. You could be therapeutic. I think and I am. Still, not you. I think I have healed. <laughs> I think I've helped you a lot. I think that a person could be healing and therapeutic and also be bad. Yes, I agree. So, okay. Now, Juliana and her meet, they're weird. They're having this weird kind of like early dynamic. It's just, it just starts off weird. Now, again, that could be the editing like Teal claims. Very well could be. I love how Juliana says to her mom, she's like, Americans are a little crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Which is so true though, right? It's true. Um, Now, Teal calls herself an expert in human suffering. And it's interesting when she goes on the podcast with the girl and they're talking about cults. And I was a little annoyed at that podcaster because I was like, you didn't press her at all. You wanted more. Yeah. I wanted her to be like, so like, why aren't you a cult? Yeah. You know what I mean? And yeah. the girl, cause the girl's just like, oh yeah. Like, I don't know. It just seemed kind of. Wow, you wow. wanted a hard-hitting investigative I w- piece. Yeah, I want like Anderson Cooper, yeah, like you, you didn't get that. <laughs> Diane Sawyer. Yeah, yeah, you didn't get that. No. 
so that was annoying. Now, she shows now then she's receiving threatening messages from a former member. Okay? This is not chill. Don't do that to anybody. Don't threaten people. Yeah, it's weird. Don't it's a threaten weird play. don't threaten a cult leader or a non-cult leader. Don't threaten anybody. Or a podcast host. Or yeah, definitely don't <laughs> threaten me. <laughs> I am like first on the 911. I have somebody who looked at me bad. Um I'm a total narc. <laughs> so really, you don't want to. The other day, Thomas, um, my fiance, he ran a red light and he, we were in front of a cop. Nice. And I about had a panic attack. And he was laughing so hard. The cop didn't do anything. And he was like, doesn't it feel good that adrenaline rush? I was like, no, this feels like I'm dying. You're over Don't, it. don't ever do that again. I'm surprised you didn't make him pull over, go get the cop <laughs> and write you a citation. So you Literally, I have been like... He, sometimes he's annoying and just like doesn't want to put on his seatbelt. And I'm like, I'm going to call the cops. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyways. So we all know she's, you know, she's a suicide catalyst. That's what she's being called. Um, but they don't like being called a cult. I wrote, well, don't do culty shit then. But also does so, anyone? tough to be welcoming i mean there is no that's the reason why we try and abstain from using that word and use religious group right because cult is a very negative Listen, connotation i don't word. know i would say that i would agree with what this pi eventually comes to that her periphery is not really a cult like the randos who are just watching her on instagram or what you call it youtube youtube but her inner circle it's a very high control, high demand yes. group. If you want to call it a cult, okay, call it a cult. What I'm going to say is that it, she has a lot of authority and control over these people. Definitely culty vibes. Culty vibes. Now, I love that this PI named Molly is like 65. It is great, right? I want to be her. I would do that. Don't we, like, isn't it just fun? Like, if this brings me back to the last group when we're talking about the journalist who wouldn't leave. Mm -hmm. Like, I just love people that are just in it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they're just doing the Lord's work. <laughs> so at first it's really interesting because the PI is kind of like on the side of Teal because Teal hires her, right? Right. Teal hires her and says, please investigate these claims about me being the suicide catalyst and me having a cult. Basically, what she's going to find is she says, the PI says, I don't think you're causing people to have suicide. I do think you you have a cult. And Teal gets pissed. And it's, it's so fair. Funny. It's a fair assessment. But she's so mad. Of course. But it's so funny because she hired her. And I love how ballsy she was to be like, I think you have a cult. I think it's great. <laughs> yeah. Now, um, Teal says that everybody, all the reason why people are having all these problems is because they don't have companionship. Now, there's this guy, Amir. Remember him? He's like the, he's like kind of skinny, maybe like Middle Eastern oh, or yeah, yeah, yeah. Indian. Yeah. Really striking blue eyes. Yes. He is very sad. Super sad guy. And, um... He basically needs love in his life. And he really is a great example of a seeker who is perfect for a group like this because he's so desperate for that attention and that affirmation. And the belonging. Yes. Now, she, when she's talking to him, because he's kind of like talking to her and he's saying these things and then, then it takes a weird turn and he's like, Maybe I'm just here because I'm attracted to you. Maybe I have a weird crush on you, which I actually think is him being very reflective. Like I do too, but I also think that he's just grasping. I don't think though, but I really don't think that he was trying to like hit on no, her. I don't at think least so. in the at least in the footage that we saw. No, I don't it, think that. It, it just was like he was trying to kind of reason as to why he was there. But then she goes, "Do you know what it's like to talk to you?" She goes, you have no cohesive thoughts. It's very annoying to talk to you, basically. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm like... She's so rude. Uh, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. We would not get along. I'd be like, you're rude. You yeah. have no cohesive... Yeah, she is rude. But, like, 
that tough, I don't know what the psychological term for it is, but it does work. Like this, you want someone's approval who doesn't like you. It's like the bully that you want to be cool with and they fucking just hate you and you're just like, please, please, I know, and you would do anything. It's sad. It's sad. It really was sad interaction. I was like, oh, don't listen to her. Keep going. Yeah, so this poor guy, Amir, his mom died by suicide and then he's just distraught and then he they they do this thing called channeling now some improv people could learn some lessons from this group because they are good actors so this channeling idea is that you could channel someone's conscious energy dead or alive um to i don't even know receive closure i don't really know but basically this person isn't it juliana i think so it might have been some random girl i but i'm pretty sure it was juliana um juliana is brought in and she channels amir's mom to him now it looked like he maybe got a little bit of closure out of this because She's like, I'm so sorry. I I hurt you. Like, you have to let me go. Blah, 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 whatever. They have some closure. But to me, it's like, I am just thinking about this through the perspective of the psychological lens. And I'm like, this is what we call demand characteristics. Like, an, an experimenter kind of like bias. Someone's going to act according to how they're thinking they're supposed to act. It's all an act, though. But is it a problem if you get closure from it? That's a good question. And I don't know. I don't think so. But I do think that so much of her stuff is problematic that it's a fine line. Like maybe this one thing, if it was isolated, wouldn't be that big of an issue. But right. compounded with everything, right. it's tough. Right. right? Because I, I mean, I, I don't believe that that actually happened. That he talked to his mom yes. via Juliana? Yes. But if it somehow helped him to get right. closure is... But did it because the, why do these people keep coming back? Well, I think that you you love the feeling. You have to keep validating that that was right. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that you stop. It's not like one of those things where you get your fix and you're like, oh, that felt really good. I'm going to hold on to this feeling forever. Everything's fleeting. Yeah. And so you're like, oh, man, this group gave me good success. I'm going to keep going back. Now, this is what I don't understand, though. Why are other people channeling? Right. <laughs> Why isn't Teal channeling? She should be. The She's o- the clairvoyant she one. She should be the only one channeling. Yeah, I don't get that because that's where the power lies. It's weird to me. Like it, like it, it assumes that anybody else could do this. So then, why do we need you? And it almost feels like she misread the guide on how to own a group. <laughs> yeah, and she's like, oh. Not everyone can do this. But maybe, maybe that is strategic though. I don't know. Maybe she doesn't want all the pressure to be on her because then it can all get it pinned. It seems like she gets very overwhelmed. Because then it can be pinned on her. Right. Okay, now we're introduced to Jared because Jared is talking to the private investigator, Molly. So Jared joined in 2012. He met Teal after getting divorced and he had left Mormonism for Teal. Okay. Also... They don't mention this, but Jared and her were in a romantic relationship together. Oh. Yes. I was going to say, one of the things, like, that's very clear throughout this whole thing is that these people have all experienced something that would be considered very normal for depression Mm -hmm. and sadness and sort of this idea of being isolated. You know what I mean? Like, we Mm -hmm. talked about, like, people that are seekers these are all real emotions that are that are understandable right like you lose your mom to suicide hell yeah you're going to be depressed yeah probably the rest of your life i might go to the rest of your life i honestly like i've thought about like not going to like a medium it's interesting just curious Very. very you know so i can see the the desire and the the curiosity right but you read through their cases and i'm like oh these people are hurting right maybe not so much more so than other groups we've talked about but at least at a level where i'm not like these people are stupid 
Right. No, like these people are looking for any type of healing they can get. Right. So Jared is telling Molly, the PI, that um, Teal used to sell these frequency paintings that had the power to heal people. This is where it starts getting like, oh, we can't be doing that, though. <laughs> And and the PI asked him, well, were you paid for any of your services? Because he helped facilitate all that. And he's like, I was given room and board. And she asked, were there any consequences of leaving the group? And he's like, well, my exit wasn't very nice. And he said, Teal, Jared said that Teal told him, if I were you, I would just go kill myself because there's just no hope for you. <laughs> Where's your little healing attitude now? Right. And that's my point about the narcissism. I couldn't do it. Nobody can. You should just go kill yourself. She does have that very, like, again, right off the, the deep end. Like, right. very much like, this is it. Right. And, and and here's another thing. And this is something that I feel like you see in, like, abusive relationships. She would constantly test him and be like, you're lying to me. I can read your thoughts. I know you're not going to stay with me. I know you're going to leave. And this was when he wasn't. He was very devoted to her. So much so that he got a tattoo on his hand that says, is this a lie? On his palm. He told her, I would be willing to kill someone and bury it in the backyard for you. This is where you do take that next step as a group, right? Like, yeah, this is where I'm saying if you don't want to be called a cult, don't do shit like this. Yeah, agreed. So now, now we jump and we can see her talking to Blake about Juliana. Now, now in one moment, she's like, oh, are you going to, you're going to propose? Let me help you get the ring. The next moment, again, this could be the editing. It doesn't look like it, but it could be. She goes, so how do you feel about your romantic feelings towards me ending? Has to make it about herself. Of course. Let's just turn this around. And he's like, well, I still think you're sexy as hell. And he like touches her hand or whatever. And she smiles. She was very happy with that oh, compliment. She, oh, she needed Loved that. it. I bet you that they were not just friendship. I'm sorry. There's no way. For all that time, there's no way. It is a... That's not how you talk to your friends. No, it's real hard to defend. I mean, really, tr truly imagine if... <laughs> you're married, right? Imagine if I said, oh, Mark, I think you're sexy as hell. That's inappropriate. Of course. That's so inappropriate. And, oh, you think that was an isolated... And they live together. An isolated incident? Well, that's what I'm saying. Right. There, there, there... there their relationship is too intimate. It's been daily affirmation of that. You know what I mean? Like you're living together. What else are you talking about? Right. So also, also it really was gross to me how, how Teal was like, I've watched Juliana and she doesn't, she doesn't react when you touch me. And that's good. Yeah. That's real weird. It's so gross, dude. She's just like trying to like, I don't know. Like we talked about, I just about, like, think she likes controlling him. Okay, better or worse than having multiple families living on multiple floors <laughs> in your house. I'm gonna say worse. With this, this yeah, is worse. This is weird. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I mean, they have their own floor. You, <laughs> I don't know. Okay. <laughs> now, okay. Now we're in episode three. All right. So she's doing the repressed memory stuff. This is, again, we know this is all a mess. These people are taking on the consciousness of different people in a person's family. There's a girl there and her, all these people, like three people are taking on different consciousnesses. Is that a word? No. I don't, I don't know. think so. Consciousness I? Conscious I. <laughs> yeah. Um, so one one person is taking on the consciousness of her as a child, and then another person is taking on the consciousness of her as a her parents. One is her mom and then one is her dad. Long story short, they like 
again, they're doing this weird improv acting, like the girl's playing who is pretending to be her yes, or as channeling a, her yeah, consciousness. Child. She's playing. And the one parent goes, what's this weird shit she's playing? And then like the girl who's watching this, it's supposed to be about herself. She's like, this isn't really registering with me. And then all of a sudden they say something, one thing, and she just clings to that. And this is like what, this is like what you do, right? When you right, go to um, right. psychics, right? They find the, you the could, there thing. could be seven lies, but right. if there's one truth, you're like, oh my gosh, they did have brown eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you were, and the, brown hair. Yeah, you were in the wrong part of the world. Yeah, but the eyes were right. You know what right, I mean? Right, right. So they basically tell their girl that her parents, they had had feelings during the channeling that the parents had abused her brother. And her brother was aggressive with her because of this. Uh, I mean, it's really, it's really problematic. Could you imagine? No. Could you imagine if your kids just one day were like, my parents did this. Yeah. Because someone channeled the energy of you. (laughs) We never had this conversation before. Right. It's coming up now. And it's really sad because this girl has a meltdown and she says, I don't want to see my parents as evil. Right. You're not. Because they weren't. You're ruining families. That's on purpose though. It has to be. Right? It's, it's on that purpose. idea of like remove. I mean, again, isolate. Hey, hit the checklist. Check. Right. Get rid of anyone who's outside. Right. Isolate them. Make them dependent upon you. Teal says that her own family is her enemy because she says they didn't recognize her abuse. And that's the other piece because people can now connect with her story and be like, right. she can be like, listen, I know what that feels like mm-hmm. because the same thing happened to me. Mm-hmm. So now you're closer to me than you were before. Right. Trauma bond. Yes. So then Grassi, we, we learn about Grassi's story. This is a weird scene. She's in the bathtub. Yeah. I don't. I wasn't a fan of that. Could have done without it. Yeah. She's the personal assistant to Teal. Um, she says that she started with Teal when she started with Teal a few years before this. And when she started with Teal, her childhood came up. Oh, really? Does it, does the childhood ever not come up right, with these the, people? It's the best move. It's so far removed. It's so easy to manipulate too. The easiest. Because this is the thing. Our memories are not super well formed from that time. Um, especially like random memories, like usually only very intensely emotional memories stick, especially before age four. Like our memories are just not that great. Right. So if I say, do you remember that one time where you got lost in the mall? You can now believe that that happened and it never happened. There are definitely stories that I hear from my mom and my grandma. And I'm like, oh, I don't recall that happening. Right. And they're like, no, it it did. But then sometimes you do remember it. But it's actually not a memory. It's a memory of the telling of that. Right. But you've now, this is the thing that people don't understand about memory. Memory is a constructive thing. So memory, like if I, if you and I are having this conversation and then three months later, someone asks us both about this conversation, our memories of it are going to be slightly different. Why? Because our brains are constructing them based on our prior experiences and all these things. It's not an exact record, so it's easy to manipulate. Does because it's sense? already subjective right. somewhat to begin with. And when you add in the element of early childhood, it's already fuzzy. Right. So it's very easy to implant memories. I know that sounds sci-fi, but this is the truth. They've done studies on this where they have made sure that they've had people come into the lab and they've made sure that this event never happened in their life because they talked to their parents and everything. And they tell them a story about this time where they got lost in a mall and they make them elaborate on it. And the people will say at first, I don't, that didn't happen. I don't remember that, but they have them really think about it and visualize it. And then again, in three months later or whenever, now they have this memory of this thing that actually never took place. Well, now I feel like I got lost in a mall. I think at one we point, all got I lost in a mall. That's what I'm saying. You also with something, it helps. If it's, it's about probability that's too. Like, yeah. yeah, odds are you did get. And lost then in a if mall. everybody in this group is getting abused, well, now it seems like the probability is high. And if I have this feeling of loneliness, depression, and right. whatever, there's right. got to be a reason. Hey, getting lost in a mall feels like neglect. Right. 
Okay, so trigger warning again for all the things. Um, Grassi says that she started being raped at four. She said that there was this time where her mom, she was telling her mom that she was hungry and she grabbed the cake and she got angry. So her mom told her dad and then her dad raped her to punish her. It's very sad. Um, Says her mom walked in the first time and walked out. She says the worst memory she has is a family gathering party with a fire pit where they put the kids on top of it. I know. How many backyard barbecues have the kids on top? I know. It's just not. It's just not. It's not. It could, but it's not. It could, but the likelihood is very improbable. The most improbable. And that's where it gets hard. So then... Teal gives Grassi a shamanic medicine, which is frog poison. So did, did you see that part? Yes. Okay. Was she cutting her leg open and then dabbing the poison in? I didn't understand what was happening there. Definitely what it was getting in. I don't know who did the cutting, but it was getting insert. Like she was putting it on her. Right. So Grassi says she wants the medicine to help her move forward because the trauma is stuck. Okay. Why is Grassi still stuck? She lives with Teal. She's one of her right-hand girls. There's answers if she's to the such a healer, there's answers to what's the, the problem? Right. She's, she's solved it. But she hasn't. I know. And that's the problem with this. So she says um, that once her mom, Grassi says that once her mom had come to Utah and called the cops and said that her daughter was being abused, and she confronted her mom on the abuse and her mom denied everything. I wonder why. Right. It's, it's just really sad. Then she pukes up all this stuff. It's kind of like ayahuasca, it looks like. Do you know what ayahuasca is? Yeah, haven't really dabbled though, you know? Well, neither have I. <laughs> <laughs> but I've watched. Jeez. Actually, I dabble a lot. Jeez. No, that does not sound pleasant. I'm good. I'm not into hallucinogenics. That's a lot. Reality is um, tough enough for me. I don't want to go anywhere else. For real. Um, the idea is that you like puke out all your issues. Right, which, well, sounds like a good recipe for yeah. eating disorder, you know? Medically proven for sure. So I also don't think it's a coincidence that all of the members who are the inner circle think that Teal's a bad influence on their kid. <laughs> but no one's like going to like take the principle like writing on the wall. They're just like, we think she's a bad influence. Like, no, because she says that. She's like, all of them think I'm a bad influence because because I'm revealing this stuff. Well, why did they leave you in the first place? Maybe they were just lonely. Maybe they didn't get abused on the fire pit. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> like, here's the thing. Everyone thinks I'm a bad influence. Hey, you're right. Everyone's <laughs> wrong. Everyone's Keep wrong. Keep being you. Right. So, Jared, the guy who has the is it a lie or is it the truth? Whatever the hand tat. Um, he says that the inner circle is very cultish. He says the outer circle is very helps self help, which kind of like what we said. Um, what he said was that his experiences with her made him question his whole childhood experience and made him accuse his dad of horrible things that never happened. Like this is really wrecking families. You know what I'm saying? Right, because it's not just an ice. But here's the thing. thing that Teal would say, well, actually that did happen. Jared's just in denial and, you know, blah, 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 blah. Okay. Well, and who's to say otherwise? Well, she's the end-all be-all. So and, you're, and, of course, your parents aren't going to be like, you know what? We actually did throw kids on the fire. <laughs> it's just something that we like to do. You know what I mean? <laughs> no. Like, do you see, like, the genius in this? I know. It, because it's like, there's... But that's the problem, and that's, and this is my issue. Okay, again, we believe victims, but she makes these claims with zero evidence, zero. Right. Even her own, even her own. She said all this ritual, ritualistic abuse happened to her. She got no scars. Yeah, I guess that's. I never thought about that. You would have something. Right? Yeah, she hey, has hey. she has self-harm scars. Hey, every night though. Every night at 3 a.m. Idaho and at back. At six years old. Idaho and back. Bathed in the blood of the babies. Okay, now 
Teal is talking to Juliana and Juliana's like, well, I want to go see my family in Germany. And she's like, absolutely not. She, she basically is like, you're all in or you're all out. Check. You don't get to have checklist. Yeah. Isolate. Isolate. Now, then we meet a girl named Sabrina. Sabrina made me really sad. Like, I want to go reach out to Sabrina and be like, hey, do you need a real friend? Because I'll be your friend. Like, I, I feel for her. I don't recall this one. This is the girl who was like, I'm mad at you, Teal, because I listened to you and my life got worse. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. girl. She was told that her parents didn't love her. Um, so she left her parents. So she's depleted of her support system. So she attempts suicide. Well, no fucking... Right. Like, like this is why Teal gets these bad claims. It's like, you tell people that the only people that they care about in their life, the closest people in them are actually bad, that they don't love them. So then you cut them off from their support and then you can't be there for all them, Teal. You can't. So then now these isolated people are even more isolated. What do you think is going to be the, the effect of that? Yeah. I mean, it all makes logical sense. So, yeah, Sabrina confronts Teal and says she's upset because her life got worse, not better. And, and Teal says, your life is better. And Sabrina goes, that's bullshit. Then Sabrina goes upstairs and is basically like, if I don't get healed here, I'm going to go kill myself. So then now Teal's having a PR nightmare. This is what she's worried about. She's actually not, to me, it doesn't seem that worried about Sabrina. She's like, I'm damned if I do it and I'm damned if I don't. If she leaves and she kills herself, then it's my fault. But if I stay and I heal her, then like, it's my fault. Well, you got yourself in this situation. Right, you're the one making these claims. I don't feel bad for you. No. You did this. Now, during this PR meeting, Juliana is like, hey, she like really needs some help. Oh, that fucking pisses Teal off. Teal gives her a death stare. Like, how dare you say anything to me that contradicts me? And she even says to her at a different time, but she says to her, you just crossed a boundary. We have a problem. Again, very blunt, very like, this isn't up for negotiation. This is this is what I do. This is what this is who she is. So so now Juliana is starting to have doubts. She's like, what did I get myself into? And I, I genuinely think that's because she's from Germany, and like she has a support system on the outside that she's still talking to. That she has the ability to be like, this isn't normal. This isn't all healthy and healing. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Well, and you're starting to see like the small pieces unravel before they can put them back in place. Now, Molly, we're back with Molly, the PI, and she receives a copy of this list called the non-negotiables. And these, this is the non-negotiables are lists of things that her inner circle must agree to if they're going to be with her. Okay. This is where it gets a little bit Remember we talked about like culty, non-culty. This yeah. you start putting like behavioral this is restrictions. This is very culty. This is Mac Ten culty. First of all, one of the things said, <laughs> um, said something to the effect of like, volunteers cannot have any boundaries that affect Teal in any way. <laughs> so if I want to sleep at in the middle of the night and that's affecting teal i can't do that or if i don't want to share something with teal that's a boundary for me not allowed also all the women attest that they're not going to have children for her which is bizarre like um and basically they shouldn't be having relationships because that's going to take away their time from teal um and I'm trying to remember what else, what else? I just remember the relationship one being like, oh, it was like a monastery. Like you, yeah, you need all of the attention on you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so the PI is like, this is illegal. (laughs) You really can't do these kinds of things. So Teal basically has to come first in every single way. Now we're back with the girl, Sabrina. And Teal says, we're going to do something quite painful. 
This is called water breathing. I think you meant waterboarding. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, she has Sabrina in the water, and they just are dunking her and holding her down repeatedly. Up and down and up and down. To me, Teal's face was scary looking at this time. She looked very pleased. Hey, well, let's talk about trauma. Yeah. Oh, this isn't traumatic exactly. Right. Let's replace it with something really traumatic. And this is this is how broken this poor girl is, Sabrina. After she gets waterboarded <laughs> by the Teal tribe, she's like out of it. She's like shaking. Teal comes and like holds her face. And I don't know if she kisses her on the head. But she's holding her face quite delicately, and she says, I love you. I'm like, oh, my God, you are so, so lost and sad. It really broke my heart for her. It's the ultimate, I have nothing, right? Like, I've... Yeah. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As I'm watching, and I'm just like, oh, well, we lost her. Like, as if like she was, like, dangling on the rope, like, she's gone. It's, it's, it's bad. And she's young. You can tell this girl's maybe 25. I was going to say under 30 for sure. (sighs) Okay. So now we're finally, we're at episode four. This is called the adversary. So tensions between Juliana and Teal are coming to a boiling point. Again, in Teal's rebuttal video, she says that this wasn't really a thing. Like they made it look this way, like that they did have issues, but it wasn't like blown this. up like this yeah she also says that like the way they cut stuff is just like not according to the timeline so she says that like okay so blake and juliana are eventually going to move out right at the mm-hmm. end she says that that happened right when she came to america and they spliced it to make it look like they had left after all yes. this time yes tough so, to know i who knows right um <clears throat> but of course she's gonna say that right um so she meets with molly the pi and she's like okay basically what are your results and molly tells her that she doesn't think she's responsible for others death but that she does have a cult um teal gets pissed she then tells her follower matthias and blake fix this shit and she told him and blake that she's now lost trust in them that's so manipulative. Like, just because you don't like the result of something doesn't mean you get to do that. Like, and she does that so intentionally. Like, you do something, I don't trust you anymore. And then what are they going to want to do? Something to anything, earn that trust Anything, back, right? yes. Then Teal asked Juliana, what would make you go back to Germany? Now, it, it was an awkward conversation. I actually, though, didn't take it as, like, what can I get you to leave? That's not how I took it when I was watching it. I didn't either. The way I took it was, like, what's going to be your trigger that's going to cause you to leave so I can avoid it? Because I I don't want the fallout. When I saw it, like, what do you have there? Like, what is so important that would get you to go, right? Right. I just saw it more as a self-preservation thing. Like, I don't want you to leave because I don't want the fallout from this. So I want to avoid that. So tell me uh, of that. Then then we cut and she's very, she says she's very angry today. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very angry today because I haven't shared a personal truth. Then she goes, Juliana. And she goes, you feel like an adversary to me. Truly imagine being called out like that. I know. I would, I mean, I would have, I would have melted. Adversary too. Yeah. Like so proper And then poor Juliana goes, what does that mean? I know. And they're like enemy. (laughs) And she, she says, so what do you really think of me, Juliana? And Juliana's like, I mean, Juliana knows, like you can tell Juliana's smart. She's like, if I say anything, I'm doomed. Right. Also, what are you going to say? Oh, I hate you right. like i don't think she did i don't think she hated her i don't think so either i think but she i think there was definitely attention i think that she did question her i still think she respected her but she didn't want to get into this with her and so she's like you know i think you're a very powerful person and i think you have a lot of authority and you have a lot of gifts 
Teal gets pissed. She's like, you're not being honest. Okay, we're going to go around in the group and everybody tell me what you think Juliana thinks. Bro. That's so insane. That is like literally like you are bullying her, bullying the shit out of her. Of course. Like you can't have other people tell her what she thinks. Right. Give me this perception of what her perception is And they of all me. ramp up one after the other. Matias is like, oh, you know, I think that, you know... Like she, she really wanted to fit in, but she's kind of having a hard time. The next person's like, she's jealous of you. The next person's like, she hates you. Right. Uh, the, the, the one dude. Well, and they all know what they she want wants to Teal. hear. Yeah. What she wants to hear. Exactly. And that's my point is that they're all just saying what Teal wants to hear because they all want to have that. And I think she knows that. And then she's writing furiously. She's writing furiously. She's trying to prove her point. She's just projecting all of these insecurities about herself and the kind of leader she is onto Juliana. But in a group setting. It's really effed up. It, it really is. was. No, I was, was like, that was really gross. That's traumatic. It reminds me, and I don't know if you remember this group, but we did talk about them. Synanon, that group where they were like the like, um, it was supposed to be like an Alcoholics Anonymous thing. And is they that all, why they beat each other? Yeah, but but they would do these kinds of things too. They would sit in a circle and be like, "You suck yes. in this way, this yes. way, this way." That's what it reminded yeah, me of. Yeah, same. So another check on the list. Right. Hey, but she's not a cult, though, you know. <laughs> um. And then Blake isn't like saying that. He's like, "Wow, that's really mean." And then he goes and sits by Juliana, and she's pissed. She's so upset. Just such a move. She is so mad. Now, Blake is leaving. She tells him, I think you're weak. And he says, she says, you lack bravery and honor. And you are a total, absolute fucking loser. And remember that. Now, the way it's shown in the video, in the documentary, it's, it looks as though she's saying this because he's leaving. Teal claims that she was very angry. This was a totally different incident that she was very angry because Blake did something that put him and Juliana in danger. Like, like maybe he like drank and drove or something like that. And she was pissed and reacting to that. And they spliced it and put that there to make it look like she was all, cause he was moving. I mean, is there a good reason? No, you can't say that to anybody you, for any reason. Like be better with our words though. Right. Um, she also, then there's a scene where Blake finds that his fish are dead. <laughs> fish are pets. Okay. So the fish are dead. And I'll tell you what, honestly, my first thought was, did she poison them? Like she went in and like, like she was fucking pissed. Just, She's like, I'm killing his yeah. damn fish. <laughs> um, no, they, she didn't. I don't think, <laughs> but, um, well, we don't know. Then he's he's digging with not a shovel in the in the dirt, crying about this little fish. <laughs> now again, it looks like this just happened with teal. Like they had this kind of falling out, and so he's really upset because like the teal, right he's having a rough time. The teal fish died, right. and he's like, right. you know. Teal says in her video that she's like that. Literally was like at a totally different time. That was when Julian had just come. And so they had moved out already. And um, she said, I was really pissed at him because he let that thing sit in that sun for hours. And that's why the fish died. The, so it's like, who knows? You don't know, right? These are just webs of stories. But right. it's, it's, I mean, is one better than the other? I don't <laughs> know. It's weird. The thing is, is that, that, that gets her is the shit that comes out of her own mouth. I think you're right. And, like, and, and some of it's just irrefutable. It right. doesn't matter when you say right. it. Splice you can't it say you, it. Right. Splice it however you want. Unless they're doing it word for word and they're just splicing it. Yeah. I, I don't believe that. Okay. So um, she then makes her inner circle write a contract about relationships. Um, she basically is like, you can't have a relationship. Um, and then Molly, the PI, puts in her report. And they ignore her. They're like, we're not a cult. Yeah. 
we hired you to find out for a cult. And you said we are, but we're not. I know. And then Blake and Juliana go to Germany and they look real happy. And T, you know, Teal just is doing her thing, but she looks pissed to me. But still doing her thing. Yeah. So Teal is just tealing away. I don't teal know. gonna teal. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's it. Um, it's a lot. This may be the most manipulative episode. It, you know people. what, though? I think, though, it's like we have so much footage of her that that might be why. Like, I think so. I because, like, it's like, you know, I'm sure Jim Jones was fucking manipulative, but we don't have that kind of footage. It's true. Or, like, Charlie Manson or, it you is, know, yeah, whatever. That's true. It is different when you have the mm-hmm. examples and you're like, oh, that's a lot. Right. You know what I mean? But for for, for a group that didn't have the sort of you know, hellfire and brimstone, like a lot of these other groups. Right. It still is, is rough to watch. Mm -hmm. It's rough to hear. It's rough to see what happened to these people. Right. You know, and there have been more deadly groups and more intense, but this one ruined people's lives. Yeah. Some of them, but it also saved some. So it's like, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? That's my two cents. You know, it's kind of like, if you want to join that thing, you go for it, but be aware. Do you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. like joining CrossFit. <laughs> wow. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, okay. What would you rank them? I, I don't know why this one feels like a lot to me. Mm-hmm. Teal would say it's because you're a man and you're threatened by her that, masculine power. That must be it. Mm-hmm. Seven, three. 7.3? Yeah. Okay. Can't go eight because no one's dead. People are dead, though. With her hands. By her hands. She didn't physically murder anyone. Yeah. Okay. She just mentally murdered people. Yeah. That's aggressive, though. Right. Yeah. Seven? I, yeah. It's hard. Like, it's still going. Right. I feel like if there hasn't been anything crazy enough to put them in jail or put them in the ground. Right. That's true. You know? And that's not probably what I shouldn't use, but that's kind of where I go. I mean, I don't, I don't, hey, I don't love her though, you know? <laughs> I don't like her. We would not vibe. <laughs> well, you guys let us know what you think. Uh, DM us on Instagram at the.cult.ure. We suck at posting on there, but we will respond to you if you reach out to us. So please do. And we'll catch you on the flip side. See ya.